Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. <laughs> it is a football Friday in the nation's capital, and away we go, baby. On this Friday, November the 3rd, yeah, my lord, 2023. Along with Matty Ice on the other side. Oh, the glass. Sorry, boys and girls. Linnell won't be here to explain what the DMV actually means. Speaking of woo, did you hear the big wrestling news? Ric Flair, the nature boy, who we steal the woo from, officially joining All Elite Wrestling and AEW and frequent guest Tony Khan. I had heard something about that. Yeah. He made an appearance last week in the Filthy uh, with Sting to celebrate Sting or something. That was like a... What do they call that? Like a, like a, a, a tipping of the cap. That was a um, kind of a a message shot across the bow. Wh- whatever you w- would call it. They officially announced it yesterday. I think after we get off the air. That the Nature Boy Ric Flair is back. I don't know what capacity. You're not gonna be wrestling every week. He's like 80 years old, but he's still out there doing his thing. He can still work a mic. And I just remain jealous of those that can work a mic like he can, like some can, like The Rock can, like Stone Cold Steve Austin could. And they don't get hated for it. When I rock the mic, everybody comes after me. Everyone wants to pick apart the carcass of the old rooster. But, as Alice in Chains once sang, you haven't killed me yet. The rooster still lives, baby. At least for now. At least for now. Um, so, with that being said, if we make it through the whole three hours, we will aim to entertain you. First of all, thanks to Denton Day for lowering the uh, heat. Usually, Denton Day has it at about 748 degrees in here. Uh, and he's buttoned up in, like, Two sweatshirts and a jacket and thermal underwear and pajama pants and then jeans. 
and then says he's trying to make a fashion statement. And usually I come in and the first thing I do, Matt, is what? You turn down the temperature. Correct. And, and of course, I don't even ask you if, if, if what would be comfortable for you. I'm just like, screw this. I don't want to be hot during the show. And I lower the shade because the sun will not stop. Uh, the sun is is on my the top of my poop list for weeks now because of the time of the year it is and the angle that it sets at and the time that it starts setting at. Now, of course, this probably will change a little bit next week after the time change, but the sun is just making every single driver in this area even worse than they already are. And trust me, you all suck. All of you are terrible. Every last damn one of you. And you have no idea what you're doing. But you you have been made worse somehow over the last couple of weeks by the sun monster. So, that being said, I usually come in here, lower the shade, crank up the air conditioner, pop open a, a drink today. It's some sugar-free strawberry lemonade. Got my salad from last night. And away we go, baby. It's a football Friday. And then I crank my head to the left because Matt was trying to be a great producer and help me, but because Hoffman's got every monitor just quarantined in this studio and all this fancy-schmancy equipment, I can't look at it on a monitor. Nope. I've got to look at it. Matt tried to help, but I've got to look at it at a, like, minus 270-degree angle and tell you that Football Friday on the Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. All right. So off and running, um, I just said this on JP and B. Mitch's show. Listen, I'll, I'll start with this. Tony Skin, George Mason, head coach uh, for basketball, will join us uh, at just past 2 o'clock. Uh, so we'll do this for the first hour. Everybody is worried about the defense, the defense, the defense without Chase Young and Montez Sweat. I'm not. Not at least for this week. And next week might be a totally different narrative because even though Seattle doesn't have this explosive offense, they certainly have a better one than the New England Patriots. If there is one game that I'm not really, really worried about, maybe the Giants game coming up in a couple of weeks at FedEx, but we all know what the Giants have been able to do to the Commanders over the years. Largely, they win. Um, Doesn't mean they score a lot of points, as they didn't two weeks ago, but you get the point. This game, this Sunday against the 2-6 and Patriots, is not a game that we should be sitting here going, oh my God, oh no, how are they going to do it? How is this going to work? How are they going to score a point? Are they going to, I mean, how are they going to stop the vaunted Tom Brady-led New England Patriot off. Oh, oh, wait, wait. I'm what? Oh, that's right. Tom Brady doesn't play for the Patriots anymore. Um, that's why the Patriots are two and six because they haven't gotten the quarterback position right. They haven't gotten a bunch of free agent additions right. They've had some injuries. They've screwed up just about every free agent addition on offense that they've had from Jonu Smith. I mean, Hunter Henry's. Pretty good, I guess. So I can't say every. Uh, 
Juju Smith-Schuster, bad knee and all. Um, Johnu Smith, they traded him right away. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, he stunk. I, I mean, J- they let Jacoby Myers go. Not that Jacoby Myers is some world beater, but he's better than anything they have. Now Kendrick Bourne, their best receiver, uh, is that. I'm not worried at all about the new look commander's defense tomorrow, Sunday, in Foxborough. Not worried. Now, if they get lit up like a Christmas tree on November the 5th by a woeful New England offense, then the narrative will be probably something very different on Monday. But I'm not worried. And I'm I, if that makes me a loser, if that makes me... I, I I don't know if that makes me something, whatever you want to call me, okay. But I can't sit here and tell you that I've lost any sleep this week worrying about big, bad Bill O'Brien and the ferocious Mac Jones-led New England offense. I can't do it. New England averages 285 yards per game. The NFL average... 47 yards per game more. That's the league average at 331.9. Almost 50 yards per game more is the league average than what New England averages. 4.69 yards per play. 5.23 is the league average. Over a half yard. 0.54 on average per yard. Or, or per play, I should say. Rushing yards per game. I thought, hey, if New England's going to have a strength this year, it's going to be the run game. Ramondre Stevenson and company. And 84.4. League average, 110.5. Difference, minus 26.1. For those of you that don't understand math and statistics, 26.1 yards per game below the league average. That's not the league best. That's the league average of 110.5. Rushing yards per play, 3.55. The league average, 4.14. Passing yards per game, 200.4. The league average, 221.4. That's a 21-yard-per-game difference per pass, for passing yards. Passing yards per play, 5.77. The league average, 6.49. Almost three-quarters of a yard per passing play lower than the league average. Interception rate, 2.88%. Higher than the league average of 2.36%. Sacks per pass attempt, 6.47%. The NFL average, 7.69%. So ding, 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 ding. The New England Patriots are finally better than league average at something. Congratulations. Bob. First downs per game, 16.6. League average, 19.6. That's, count it with me, boys and girls, three first downs per game on average. Less. Less. Um, punt return average, 7 point, and this isn't tr- obviously offense, but it affects offense, 7.9. The 
The league average, 9.5. Kickoff return average, they were a half yard ahead. Third down, 33.96%. That's dangerous Washington commander territory. League average, 39.32. That's almost 6% lower than the league average. Fourth down percentage, 25%. League average, 48.05%. Red zone percentage, ooh, we've stuck. Eureka, wow. Bill O'Brien actually remembered how to coach offense. When he was installing his system. Because as we know, systems are what wins in the NFL. The Bill O'Brien inspired red zone system of the New England Patriots. While they suck at everything else. They're actually pretty decent in the red zone. 64.71%. The league average... Now, this is scoring touchdowns, of course. 53.57%, which should tell you everything about the NFL and why teams are stupid. Goal to go. (gasps) Wow. Hark. We found another thing that the Patriots offense is better at than the league. Way better at than the league. You know how many times in goal to go situations the Patriots have scored a touchdown this year? You know what the answer is, Matt? Every time, they're 100%. The league average, 69.69%. Take your jokes and leave them at the door. Nice. <laughs> did, you, did you just... That was on the air, right? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't tell if that was in my Oh, head. no, I said that over there. <laughs> What's wrong with the word nice? Nothing. What could you possibly be referring to? 69.69%. That's 30% higher than the league average. Possession average, 26 uh, 26 minutes, 58 seconds. That's obviously low. Points per game. This is where it gets real juicy. 14.8. The league average, a miserable 21.8. A full touchdown and extra point lower than the league average. That's the New England Patriots offense in a nutshell. Anybody worried about this commander's defense this Sunday? As bad as they've been, and they've been atrocious. I think they're going to be better without Chase Young. I think they're going to be better without Montez Sweat. That sounds crazy. That sounds ridiculous, right? Of course, they're not more talented. I think they will play harder. I think they will play better as a team. I think they will execute. I think they will be more in concert. I think you will see a better performance out of Jonathan Allen and Jerron Jerron Payne. Jerron Payne, I think you will see my guy Casey Tuhill swooping off the edge and chasing down Mac Jones and making a mac and cheese, baby. I think... James Smith-Williams, and I'm going to call my shot somehow, someway. K.J. Henry, the fifth-round pick out of Clemson, where Dabo Sweeney resides. Dabo Sweeney doesn't like NIL. He doesn't like the transfer portal. He doesn't like money, He doesn't, except when it comes in his paycheck. Dabo Sweeney doesn't like 12-year-olds calling up radio shows and yelling at him about his 4-4 four and four record. Dabo Sweeney said K.J. Henry is a real, real 
legitimate pass rusher. We haven't seen anything yet. I'm calling my shot, baby. K.J. Henry gets his first sack in his NFL regular season career this Sunday. You heard it at 117 on a football Friday on the Team 980. Now, what I am absolutely petrified of is everything else. We know, we know, we know who wins the coaching battle. The New England Patriots, while they don't always win in Foxborough, they've generally, and of course a lot of this is because of Tom Brady, they generally are pretty damn good. The New England Patriots rarely go to Foxborough, show up and lose by 38 points. Now, the Bears, interestingly enough, did in some ways to the Patriots last year in mid-October what they did to the Commanders earlier last month at FedEx Field. So keep that in mind. It's not like it never happens. But for me to sit here and tell you that I am confident about the Washington offense going to New England and taking on the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick, I can't sit here and tell you that. As a matter of fact, not only can I not tell you that, I don't believe it's going to happen. And I fear it's going to be ugly because I don't trust them to do the right thing two weeks in a row. Until I see evidence of it, and I've seen no evidence in any way, shape, or form of it, I'm sorry. I can't do it. Now, this New England defense is charged with giving up 26 points per game. That's not all on the defense. Not even close. That's bad field position. That's turnovers. That's inefficiency on offense. I'm not telling you that the defense is lights out. But if you want, again, a little bit of context, right? The Patriots defense allows 10 yards per game lower than the NFL average. It allows 0.35 yard per play overall lower than the league average. It allows 13 yards per game rushing Lower than the league average. And only two yards, not even two yards, per game higher in the passing game than the league average. And it's slightly lower than in passing yards per play, and it's way lower in rushing yards per play. Which leads me to think this. The Patriots, again, allowing 3.38 yards per play. Rushing. The Commanders are going to try and run the ball two or three times in the first two series on Sunday. And either they're going to get blitzed by the ferocious Mac Jones and that just take charge, greatest show on field turf, New England Patriot offense, and we're never going to see the run again. Or Eric Bieniemy is going to do what the number knuckleheads suggest, what the analytics amigos say, and that's throw the ball 
68 times on Sunday. That's right. The Commanders will run 72 plays, and Eric Bieniemy is going to call for Sam Howell to drop back 68 times. That's my fearless prediction on this football Friday on the Team 980. Why don't you make yours? 301-230-0980. A couple of you have been complaining that I don't I haven't been taking as many calls, especially when we have Lunell in studio, even when we have Doc in studio. And I can't say that you're wrong. It's hard to get everything in. I'm by myself today. Matty Ice is with me, but Matt only chimes in when he can. He's got seven other jobs to do. So we have one guest, 10 minutes, and three hours. The rest of the floor is yours. I want to hear from you. Bang your chest. Make it loud and proud. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. And a rec, Ace Law, I hope you get a check. Call my guy Eric. Tell him the rooster in the T980 sent you. 8888 Ace Law. That's 8888 Ace Law. After you call us at 301-230-0980, I promise I'll keep the wait times down. I will give you your shot. So this way you guys don't have to call me out on Twitter, X, like you have been. I appreciate you. Now's your opportunity to shine. Let's get in, let's get out, and let's do this thing on a football Friday on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. think he's like primetime Mike Shanahan? My goodness. I'm watching uh, McAfee through uh, Manny's glass window here. He's down in Tuscaloosa. As usual, he's wearing no sleeves. And he is as lobster red as the Alabama helmet is in front of him. Holy good Lord. I mean, and the first uh, thing that struck me was... I mean, every press conference for four years that I covered Michael Shanahan in, uh, basically kind of the same thing. The old Red Lobster, babe. Wow. I mean, at least it's a clean. Like, you can tell that he wasn't wearing a different size oh, yeah. tank top. No, like, yeah, you're right. He doesn't have tan lines. That would be that would be funky. Well, yeah, I mean, he wears the tank top 
every day except for on college game he, day. But if he wore like a thick tank oh, gotcha, like gotcha. cutoff, then all of a gotcha. sudden his shoulders would be gotcha. a little bit wider. It'd be weird. He's he's smart. He wears the same size tank top for gotcha. every day. Uh, we just got an injury report in. Curtis Samuel has been ruled out as expected for the commanders this Sunday. So no Curtis Samuel, which means more Byron Pringle and perhaps more Diami Brown being frustrated, even though Eric Bieniemy told the media yesterday. Eric Bieniemy, uh, I mean, he laid it on. Diami Brown, he's a great player. He's awesome. He does everything we ask him to do. He's tremendous. He's terrific. He's great at everything. He's just invisible in the passing game. Now, he wasn't invisible early on in the year. Remember, there was a couple of bombs for Diami Brown, one of which <clears throat> two weeks ago against Atlanta that he may have not caught, in which he should have caught, and maybe that's why. But the point being is you'd pretty much think that Byron Pringle is going to get more opportunities than Diami Brown, but, but the question for me is does Diami Brown get more opportunities than, say, Jamison Crowder. Because it was Crowder that caught the great touchdown catch in garbage time last Sunday that fluffed the Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, the Sam Howell and Washington Commanders passing statistics up just a little bit last week. Uh, we'll have some more NFL injury news and notes for you coming up in just a couple of moments, and we'll get to your calls in just a couple of moments as well at 301-230-0980. Just wanted to pass along the Curtis Samuel news before I lost track of that. Real quickly, again, I am very concerned about this Washington offense going against this New England defense in Foxborough against Bill Belichick with Sam Howell and the fact that they have not been able, never mind back-to-back games. We talked about this yesterday, Nell and I, about what to expect, what we're hoping for, what we need to see out of Sam Howell. Never mind they haven't sustained or, or, or put together two games in a row, but they rarely, and I mean rarely, have put two halves in a row together. Last week, while certainly not perfect in the second half, was pretty damn good. Really good in the first half. Not so bad in the second half. The Logan Thomas touchdown drive, which answered a a big score. I I think the game was 17-17 at the point after the botched fourth down challenge. That was a hell of a drive. Even the Jamison Crowder touchdown at the end. That was a heck of a drive. Four plays, 76 yards, whatever it was. Heck of a drive. So rarely have they, but I can't think of a time, maybe the Denver game? Because even the Philadelphia game, the first one in Philly, after the first two drives, they didn't really do a ton after that until late or later. They have done it. They have not done it consistently. And what I'm talking about is, again, never mind stringing two games together in a row, stringing two halves together in a row. That was a real big challenge up until last week. And again, last week was not perfect. Maybe we are not thinking the same if they don't score that final seven points and go right down the field and, again, 
get to almost 400 yards. Maybe. I don't know. But this is Bill Belichick. And this, while the New England Patriot defense is not what the New England Patriot defense used to be, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's loaded with talent. I mean, hell, they don't even have Christian Gonzalez, who the commanders chose to bypass in order to select Emmanuel Forbes. But this is a good enough defense with a bunch of no-name guys that not a lot of people have heard about and coached by the greatest defensive mind of all time. For all of you that put every ounce of stock in coaching and think that coaches just go into the back compartments of their players on Sunday morning and just go and program the wires so that they play really well. This is Bill freaking Belichick. And somehow, some way, I don't know, J.C. Jackson stunk with the Chargers. I'm sure he's going to be great on Sunday. I'm sure. Right? Uh, it's not J.C. Jackson. It's, um, uh, who was it? Um, that went out to San Diego, or L.A., and, and was a miserable mess. Uh, I'll look it up. But he's going to make average... Nine to five, Ham and Eggers, really, really smart and productive. And I really worry about Eric Bieniemy thinking, oh, I, I, I can do this again. And the drops start to lengthen. The sacks start to pile up. We know they're not going to run. Third down and three becomes third down and 11. The penalties, the false starts the holds, and all of a sudden we're looking at one of these classic <sighs> egg-on-your-face type of offensive performances. And I'm sorry if that's negative. That's just the way I see it. That's the way I feel. That's the way I see it. That's the way I, I feel how this game is going to go, and I'd love to be wrong, but I think I'll be right. Time for a quick trending alert, and then we will get to your calls, I promise. Coming up, 301 230 Zero, not any on the Ace Law listener lines, and away we go on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, so again, as we mentioned, Curtis Samuel has already been ruled out by the Washington Commanders for their game Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock from Gillette Stadium in Foxborough against Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Ricky Stromberg also out. He's going to be out for a while with a knee injury suffered right before halftime in last Sunday's loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. Meanwhile... Kevin Stefanski says Deshaun Watson will be back under center for the Cleveland Browns uh, in their game on Sunday. Drake London of the Atlanta Falcons has been ruled out for uh, the Atlanta Falcons as they try and march forward. The Capitals blanked last night by the New York Islanders, uh, denying themselves of a 1,000th career win at home at Capital One Arena, which they could have gotten last night. And that's what's trending. Football Friday on the Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. I love you some football.
301-230-0980. Yeah, indeed. Love me some football. I like good football personally, and um, I think the commander's defense is going to be much better than it has been. Now, that some of that is the opponent. If not a lot of that is the opponent this week. I'll, I'll let you know how I feel next week going to Seattle against DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Kenneth Walker III, Geno Smith, all of that. But I really worried about I am really worried about this offense. Some are not. Some think last week was Nirvana and every game is going to be like this. Sorry, I can't go there, man. Uh, and if that makes me negative, so be it. That's realistic. Until they string together games of quality play, and I see the same essential attack plan, not the game plan, attack plan, attack philosophy, two games in a row, I can't go there. Back to you or out to you on the phones. Let's get you aboard on a football Friday. 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. Let's go to... Uh, let's go to Telly in the leadoff spot. What up, Telly? How are you? Hell to the Redskins. Chris Hustle, what's poppin'? Hell man? to the Telly. What's going on? Oh, oh Dave, man. Hey, look, man. This is this is uh, this is this is an, uh, another instance. I'm gonna really uh, agree with you about <laughs> how they go for this game. Yeah, they may they they may have about four or five rushes. And they may be even decent rushes and good rushes. But then my man, he's going to go back to the same old, same old and, and be past happy. For all the accolades, we talk about what happened last week. At the end of the day, it was still an L. And we don't have, we don't have, it was proof in the pudding. We don't have, even Jay or even uh, Scott had games that we like, okay, here we go. But we actually came out with the W. We're like, okay, are we going to do this going forward? No, we do this going forward. We Gucci. But they always revert back to shotgun. And you live by the gun, you die by the gun, man. I, I, I don't I don't see this thing um, being, uh, you know, a real positive thing. But we're going to see what happens, man. But, uh, you know, a uh, 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 tiger don't change the stripes, man. Hell to the Redskins. All right, thank you, Telly. Appreciate you uh, for getting in. Don't forget, George Mason, head coach, Tony Skin, coming up top of the hour. So we'll take a little break from the NFL talk, but we'll get right back into it. Don't fear. Uh, George Mason uh, opening up their season at home on Monday. And obviously, we'll talk about Bobby Knight uh, and everything going on in local college basketball uh, as well. Let's go to uh, JYD by any other name. What up, JYD? How are you? Hey, how you doing? JYD. This is the, I, I like I like I like what you've been saying just uh, you know since you opened up your show. Thank you. But I'm not I, you know I, I'm not into all that basketball stuff or whatever. But when it comes down to this, what you were saying about the team, about the commanders, I look at it like this, Chris. We're not. I'm not looking at it as a game. I'm looking at it as a game with with, with live bullets, because 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 it's all this stuff about playoffs and all that stuff that that's out the window. I'm looking I'm looking at I'm looking at one thing. This is a time now since you have all these draft picks, 
or whatever. Now is the time to give Howell a great long look facing live bullets every every game. It ain't no preseason game and all this kind of stuff where people ain't playing and all this. You're facing live bullets every Sunday. You're also you're also you're getting a long look at 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 uh, at, at um at the, at the offensive coordinator or whatever. You're getting a long look at the offensive line or whatever. So this I'm looking at it. I'm 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 looking at it largely something because with all these draft picks that we got, we have to find out whether or not we need to get one of these quarterbacks. That's the question. You got you 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 got you got what by what ten games to find out. You got ten games with live bullets to find out whether or not Howell or whether EB would make a great coach or what the deal is. That's what I'm looking at. Forget about all this. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you win the game, fine. But I'm looking at it as this is an opportunity where you get to see live bullets. Also, I would like to see. What's this guy? He, he plays for Penn State, but he he plays for Penn State, but he's on. He, I think he's on the practice squad. The wide receiver. I think his name is Mike. I think his last name begins with a T. I would like to see him play Sunday, or whatever. Since since since, since Samuel's not playing, because look, I know if Pring, if Pringle was really any good, do you think do you think Kansas? Do you not think he would be on the Kansas? Well, City he wasn't Rock even on Kansas City last year, here? so that that I mean that wasn't really. Yeah, a, but he did nothing. Yeah, he did nothing for them. Yeah, Bryson okay, Tremaine also, is who you're talking. I I think you're talking about Bryson Tremaine, if memory serves me correct. Yeah, I I, 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 I think that's who you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, here, here's here's the deal. I mean, nobody from the practice squad is just going to get a miraculous promotion and hop Diami Brown, Jamison Crowder, and Byron Pringle. So I wouldn't count uh, on that. Sure, they have some guys, and uh, JYD, I appreciate it. They have some guys on their practice squad. You know, they could bring back Casimir Allen, what have you. None of those guys are going to get a big-time lift. Uh, like, look, Curtis Sam has been a nice piece of this offense. Hopefully, last week... With Jahan Dotson coming back to society, hopefully some of the loss of Curtis Samuel is mitigated by Jahan Dotson taking another step forward. Hopefully. And let's be honest, Derek Lauren needs to have a better day than he did. I know he had the early touchdown, but those two non-catches on third and fourth down late, the fourth and one play where they chose to pass it on a quick um, screen or, or, or bubble or whatever it was, which gets broken up by Bradbury near the end of the first half. I mean, all of that, they've got to do that better, especially if you're going to use this notion that the pass game or the quick game is just an extension of the run game. It is if it's executed, if you catch the football, if you make the throws. It's not if you don't. 145 and change, Team 980 on a football Friday. All your calls coming up. I promise. I see you there. I see. Bonesy. Bones is not going to try and call me out today because I'm going to get his call. Robert and Fairfax, Lou, and Jonesy. We have Bonesy and Jonesy. <laughs> the Bonesy and Jonesy show. Woo! On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.
All right, it is a football Friday right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app with you until 4 o'clock. Get back to your calls in just a sec. Football Friday on the Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. Of course, if you're in a wreck, Ace Law will help you get a check. Call them at 8888. Ace Law, and you can call us at 301-230-0980. Our guy, Ben Conti, to the rescue. I screwed up. Um, I thought Bryson Tremaine played at Penn State, too. I totally screwed that up. Mitchell Tinsley is the Penn State guy. That's right. Uh, That uh, JYD was barking about. Uh, Good job out of our guy, Ben Conti, at Fat Poet 10, Nacho Libre, uh, who still owes everyone that wants to claim one an order of nachos for free. Just teasing. Just teasing. Um, I, I, I don't know. I wish I was more confident going into this Sunday. I am confident in the defense. Like, I think Casey Tuhill is going to have a, a very effective game. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if James Smith-Williams comes up with a sack. I wouldn't be surprised if F.A. Obata, if you see him in the backfield. And again, I for whatever it's worth, now, I am the guy that did predict a week before it happened that Chase Young and Montez Sweat should be traded and would be traded. And I did predict on national radio, on CBS Sports Radio on Sunday morning, that Chase Young would go to the 49ers. How about them apples? So I'm predicting that K.J. Henry is going to get his first set. Now, he might not even be active. I think he'll be active. Um, I mean, I think he should be active. Like, I assume he'll be active. Jack Said as much yesterday, but that doesn't mean that they won't screw around at the last second. But if he's active, K.J. Henry, I think he'll have his first NFL sack. Uh, This is not a good New England offense by any stretch. They don't run the ball well enough. Uh, Even with Ezekiel Elliott and Ramondre Stevenson, uh, just don't. They just don't. All right, let's get back to the calls and get you guys in. All right, here he is. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Bonesy. Bones. Hey, what's going on, Chris? The rooster. I'm not going to give you anything to complain about today. How about that? Yeah, y'all had phone issues, man, and all my calls been dropping. You know, we had uh, phone. We did have phone issues earlier in the week. Yesterday, we had a Linnell problem. He doesn't shut up. Yeah, you, you, hey, you ain't never lied about that one. Shout out to my main man, Matt. You know, and uh, man, you know, uh. I want to just, you know, give my condolences to uh, the family of Walter uh, Davis, the Greyhound, you know, that passed, right? And also my condolences to uh, Hondo's family. Yep. You know who Hondo is? Sure. Uh, Frank, sure. Uh, Frank Howard. Oh, absolutely. You know? And, uh, man, you know, uh, when y'all be talking about this quarterback, you know, everybody keep, you know, act like, you know, well, some of the uh, commentators act like they're paranoid about Sam Howell, right? But, you know, I've been around for a minute, you know, and I've, you know, watched a lot of quarterbacks come in and out of this league, right? And I'm very confident and comfortable with his play, you know. Only thing, you know, we got an offensive coordinator, man, that like to call a lot of passing plays, right? And that's, like, kind of, like, dangerous, you know, you know, call, you know, having this young guy throw the ball, 50 times a game is really not good, 
You know what I mean? Because he's bound, you know, uh, Tom Brady's going to bound to make a mistake. You got him throwing the ball 50 times a game. You know, anybody, you know, uh, what are you doing over there, Bones? You, it sounds like you're off in, like, Never Never Land. Oh, yeah. You know, I just came in the house for work. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just moving around and okay. stuff, right? All right. But anyway, you know, uh, like you say, right, you know, we haven't seen no consistency yeah. in this offense. You that's know? A th- I mean, yeah, that's we, the thing that you worry about, right? Absolutely. One, one week we up and the next week mm-hmm. we down, you know, yeah. so – that means the coaches got to do a better job in having this team prepared every game in the first quarter. Not in the third and fourth quarter, but I'm talking about the first quarter. We need to have this team prepared on both sides of the ball every game in the first quarter. Bones, let me give you a point on that. You know what the Patriots have done in the first quarter this year cumulatively? They've been outscored by their opponents two to one, 46 to 23, 46 to 23. So with that fact and that stat that you just gave, that means this team, Bergen and Gold, needs to be prepared Sunday to play the first quarter, you know, with the, with the stat you just gave me about the Patriots right there on doing first quarter all this season. If we're not prepared to play – then we ain't going to win this game, man. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that, man. Play with your hair so, on fire, like I always say. Thank you, Bones. Appreciate you. Let's squeeze in um, Let's squeeze in uh, Lap here before the top of the hour. What up, Lap? How are you? Hey, hey, what's up, Rooster, man? What's up, Lap? Um, yeah, I, I, I want to see I want to see what type of team this is going to be going forward, man, because uh, like I was saying before, you know, we didn't really – do a full um, overhaul of the team, and um, you know it is not a similar situation to what the Wizards have done. Um, so, and, and we still in the, the wild card race. So, I just want to see, you know, if they're gonna come out with a sense of urgency, man, and not, you know, just tank and give up, man. You I, know? I and wonder. Like I, said, I wonder, lap, and and maybe I'm reading between the like. I think everybody liked. Uh, Montez Sweat. I think everybody inside that locker room and uh, and inside that building, privately, publicly, whatever, was frustrated with Chase Young. I wonder if they're going to be yeah, galvanized yeah. by this trade more than beaten down by it. Yeah, yeah, and um, I don't know if it'll I, show, I, I, but I, I wonder. Yeah, and I want everybody to give Sam, you know, a chance, man. He's he's in the top ten, and um. You know, passing man, this yep. dude can play. You know, of course, you you question his, uh, you know, him holding the ball and you know the offensive line issues. But I'm tired of hearing about the offensive line, bro. They, when Jason Campbell was getting plummeted, you know, with this team, man, it, it ain't nowhere remotely close to that, yeah. man. So I think the offensive line is actually serviceable. Where you know we still can get up and down. The well, field. the offensive line has been the offensive line has been more serviceable than people realize this year as a whole. Yeah. But they were they were be- yeah. much better, much better, undeniably better last week with especially Tyler Larson. Remember when people thought it was such a bad idea to start Tyler Larson and instead to show the media yeah. and to show whatever that Ricky Stromberg should be starting. I mean, we said on the show, Tyler Larson was the right selection and the right fit. Lappy, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, man. Have a good weekend. We'll get back to you, Jonesy, Lou, and others on the other side of George Mason. 
new men's basketball coach Tony Skin. Of course, former George Mason Patriot player during the Final Four run under Jimmy Laranega, former Maryland Seton Hall assistant, uh, was with Maryland and Ralph and uh, and Kevin Willard. Ralph Willie. Ralph Willard was dead. Kevin Willard uh, just a little while ago, of course, coming back here to Mason uh, to replace Kim English. Uh, who was on his way to Providence because Ed Cooley is here at Georgetown. So we'll talk to Tony Skin on the eve of his George Mason debut as the head coach coming up next right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.